You're listening to Moms Out Loud. You're tired? Tell me how you're tired. <laughs> what am Maybe I we should fill right? people in. Look at this baby. Do a spit. Do a spit. I feel weird. Let me offer. It's fine. It's fine. Welcome. Hey. Welcome. <laughs> I feel like I said it like I was going to say something oh, else after it, and I was not. So, yeah, I was going to be like, welcome to Moms Out Loud. And I was like, oh, already said that yeah. in the jingle. <laughs> Anyways, so tomorrow, I'm super excited because tomorrow I am shooting a wedding. Well, I'm second oh. shooting for a local okay. photographer. But this is why I'm excited because we're shooting a wedding in the Marine Corps Museum. Ooh, that is cool. I love that. I know. We lived in Quantico, me and my parents, when the Marine Corps Museum was built. So I remember going when it was first built when I was young with my dad and walking all around and thinking that place was just really cool. I love the Marine Corps Museum so much. And uh, I think shooting there is going to be so cool. So That's cool. That's cool. I'm hype. I love it. Thank you. Also, I just wanted to share a quick story because I think some of you will relate to it. So I went to Chick-fil-A with Roland the other day, like this past week, for lunch. And I didn't mean it to be at lunchtime, like exactly, but it happened to be just at lunchtime. So that place was popping. I didn't go through the drive-thru because I would have been waiting for half an hour because it was crazy. So I'm like, all right, we'll just go in and then I'll let him play for a little and it'll be fine. We go in and I'm holding him in line because that's what you do. And the line's pretty long too. And about three minutes into standing in line, he starts losing his mind. Like, worst freak-out tantrum ever in public, ever. And I wasn't going to leave because I wanted to get lunch. (laughs) So I was just like, we're sticking it out, and I'm just holding him, and he's thrashing around, like switching all to different positions. And I'm just holding him, switching between arms. And... It was fine because it is what it is, you know, but then there's like this old couple who happens to be sitting at a table next to where I'm standing because the line's really long and the guy huffs at me. Mm. And so I look at him and huff at him, of course, (laughs) because he didn't have the ball. (laughs) Well, so he didn't have the balls to keep looking at me in the face once he realized I saw him be very rude in my face. So I turned and did it at him and I'm looking at his wife in the face with disgust. Like, I hope you tell your husband he's a piece of crap because he's a piece of crap. <laughs> I mean, uh, that that kind of stuff really bothers me just because everybody has been a baby or probably has had a baby. So it's just so ridiculous that he obviously hasn't ever experienced this, which is like a really uncomfortable situation to have to like hold your baby screaming in public. It's right. kind of sucks. And to just, like, keep your cool. And I was. I was keeping my cool. I was just like, sorry, dude. Like, to Rolly, sorry, dude. I know you're hungry. Just, you got to hold on a little bit longer. And he was just really not having it. But I'm just standing there holding him. Right. We're good, right? And there's, and this goes on for, like, 10 minutes. Really long. Nonstop screaming, thrashing. So my arms oh, are getting no. tired. <laughs> but I've already committed I've already committed, right, so we're staying. Right, like, you. we're not leaving. And a worker comes up and, like, hands him, like, a little book to try to make him happy. And that makes him stop crying for, like, one right. whole minute. And at this point, I have two more people in front of me, two women in line. And 
I'm looking around and all of a sudden I start thinking, what is it going to be like when I have oh, two no. babies? <laughs> so I start crying. Oh, no. I'm crying. <laughs> I am a, I, now I'm crying in the line. Roland's crying. I'm not like sobbing where people can hear me, but I'm can barely see because I'm just crying in the line. And then the lady, the ladies in front of me, they're like, oh my gosh, like you can go. And I wanted to be like, yeah, like 10 minutes ago would have been cool because my baby's been screaming, but all right, sure. Yeah. Now that I'm crying and making a freaking scene, I can go. <laughs> I felt bad because I wasn't trying to make a scene, but I just like freaked myself yeah. out and got really overwhelmed. And I was just like, I was like, no, like it's fine. I'm just really overwhelmed. And they were like, no, no, like you go, which yeah, was so nice. Good for them. I know. So I get to the front and the worker's like, oh my gosh, like, are you okay? Can I help you? And one of the other girls like runs up and gives Roland a squeezy fruit pouch. So he's like chilling. So now just I'm crying. I'm (laughs) crying in the Chick-fil-A girl's face trying to order. And then a random mom with two kids comes up and is like rubbing my back while I'm crying (laughs) and ordering, which was actually so nice. And so I order and they comp my meal, which was so nice so nice and so once I'm done I like step out of the line and I'm talking to this lady and I all of a sudden I'm like oh my gosh I recognize her and it was my realtor from when we bought our house here and I loved her so much when we first had met her but she looked really different and we didn't like initially realize it was her and I she like pulled me over to a table sat me down got me all situated and helped me calm down then I was crying because I was happy because I was in the line when I was crying I'm praying for peace or to like be able to calm down or for Roland to stop screaming and I just felt like that was such a god thing that it was like my realtor that I loved was there with her kids and uh calmed me down and stuff and then like multiple people came past the table and encouraged me and said something nice and then when I took him to the play place after we ate because I figured I embarrassed myself as much as I could there I wasn't leaving I didn't care anymore (laughs) so uh, I go to the play place and he's playing and a dad comes in with his daughter and he's just like hey I saw you really struggling and we've all been there my wife's experienced similar things keep your chin up you're doing awesome and like was so encouraging as well and I was like what is up because all of that huge nonsense happening that like one sassy old man but then multiple people with beautiful things to say of just kindness and encouragement and I was like this is so nice and then I and then I left Chick-fil-a and called my mom and I'm like this is just the most ridiculous experience of my life that I cried publicly in Chick-fil-a line but it turned out as best as it could have so that's my my life now and we have all been there (laughs) and I think that's so good that you're sharing I I don't know because we have all like I can't think of like a specific instance that it's it's happened to me because I I just know that it has and I just kind of have put it in the back of my memory but we've all cried in public because of our kids (laughs) and that's yeah like I came and supported you you know and people are sassy all the time you know your kids do something and these old people it's like it inconveniences them and and here's the thing it's like you're in a kid friendly place if you were in like a five-star Dave Ramsey or not Dave Ramsey Gordon Ramsey Dave (laughs) Ramsey (laughs) if you were in a five-star Gordon Ramsey restaurant and then your kid was crying there 
Sure, huff all you want, but you weren't. You were in a Chick-fil-A line, and there wasn't nothing you could do, you know, if you wanted to get your food. So. Yeah. Yeah. Old people, man. You got to love them, but sometimes they just forget. They forget that they've been there, or they forget where they're at. You know, it's like, yeah, kids make noise, and you're in a kid-friendly restaurant, too. Well, I do not have a problem reminding them to get back in line because I have such a hard time with this because like, yeah, before I had kids, before I had kids, I probably was that person who thought kids were annoying and stuff when they're crying. Oh, I totally was. Like I saw this girl the other day that I went to high school with. This was super rude. Okay. She was on an airplane and a baby was sitting in the, in the row in front of her. She took a picture of the baby. And said on an Instagram story, how much do you want to bet this baby's going to scream all flight? And put like a poll, like it'll be quiet or it's going to scream. And then the next slide, she like took a video of the baby screaming and being like, okay, my flight's ruined. And I wanted to be like, excuse you, that mom's flight is ruined. Because she is anxious out of her freaking mind now because she feels terrible. She wants to help her baby. She wants to make you guys all comfortable and not be annoyed. And don't take a picture of someone else's baby because yeah. I'll beat you up. Well, what are you supposed I do not to like do? That. You know, and I used <laughs> to be that person like that. too. It's like, oh, man, a baby sitting next to me. But what are they supposed to do? You know, that's the, that's the easiest way to get from point A to point B if you're going long distance. So come now, you know. And I had someone um, yeah. when I got in- onto a plane with Angela once. It was just from Vegas to California. So it was a short flight. And I remember like the stewardess was walking down the aisle. And then the, the guy right next to me, he was a young guy. He's like, how long is this flight going to be? Like <laughs> out loud. And the stewardess kind of smiled at me, you know, because, you know, kind of like, Poor mom, you know, that this guy would just like out loud. I know. Be like, so how long is this flight going to be? And I just smiled and I was just nice. I just laughed, you know, and um, turns out Angela, because Angela's yeah. my easiest baby. She slept the whole entire time and I wasn't even worried about it because I knew that's what she was going to do. But people have rude rude things in their brain all the time yeah and and like i said i get it i've been that person um but now that i've been this person i am just never gonna give a freaking parent with kids a hard time ever again i'm going to be helping them i'm gonna be like giving them a smile or rubbing their back while they're crying in line Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because that's just like oh my gosh it because it was such a bummer experience, but the way it turned out was just like really so Good. beautiful. And I'm so thankful because I even know, like you've told me stories of like people saying things straight up in your face about kids crying and stuff in stores. And I would have a hard time yeah. not holding, holding my tongue for that. <laughs> you know what Eric, I mean? Eric, you know, cause he's a little older. He's not a baby anymore. People kind of expect him to be quiet, but he does have his moments where it's like, he can throw a tantrum, man. And so sometimes it happens out of the blue. And yeah, I get comments all the time. And I just push him back, <laughs> you know, no. like in my brain, because I'm just like, I don't even know anymore. I just don't make eye contact with anybody. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would be making eye contact so that they can see by my face right, that they better right. not say anything to me. No, and that's good. I mean, and because- I think that's good. You know, you, you, you kind of make them feel like okay maybe I should have thought before I did that to to a poor helpless mother you know so. yeah and oh man I don't know you know I'm just how I am with the uh, 
the mom just as a in general as a human i don't take crap from people like that but also like when it comes to my kid i'm really not gonna take crap like that like i wish you would i guess i think i think about it this way this is how i think about it if i react to them then they have a story to tell when they get home if i don't react to them good well see you think it's good (laughs) But for me, in my brain, I say, okay, if I don't react at all, all they can really do is go home and say, oh, there was a baby crying and everyone's going to look at them and be like, okay, so like, right. There's no story. And then I win, you know, cause it's just one of those things that it's like, yeah, I didn't feed into your, your little drama that you're having and it's totally ridiculous, you know? So, yeah, that's true. Well, because what are they going to go home and be like, hey, a baby was crying and then I was <laughs> exactly. a douche. Isn't that cool? Exactly. No story. <laughs> like, so. no. Yeah, right. And, and I uh, see, but my thing is, I, I know this is ridiculous, but I kind of want to make them feel bad because people who do that stuff are literally so off their rocker, they forgot that that's not human right, decency. Right. <laughs> I do crazy stuff like that to people all the time, though. Like, react back to them when they act crazy to me. And not, like, crazy, but I like to do a a face of disbelief (laughs) so that they realize. Because then I'm like, oh, my word, like, who, like, are you insane? That's wild. And then that usually throws them off because I don't look angry. I don't look, like, mad. But I look like, oh. Yeah. That is not even a thing that humans do. So what is happening? And then I hope they realize that they should act like a better human. But anyways, I felt weird about sharing this story because like I know not everybody's been in this position yet or not. And not everybody is a crier like me. So someone who is more naturally prone to crying like myself, the second I start thinking about something that might make me cry, I'm crying. I literally can't stop it. So that was really hard to be crying in public, like unashamed, (laughs) like unabashedly, just like crying in the face of people. But I literally couldn't stop myself. So, but I just wanted to share it to kind of let other people know that having kids is hard and it's okay if your kid cries in public and you stay to get lunch. And it's even okay if you cry in people's faces because you might get your (laughs) lunch copped. Okay. Lesson learned. Pro tip. Yeah. Oh man. Anyways. Well, good. I'm glad you're. Sh- I, I'm glad you shared because I know yeah. you. Yeah. You you weren't sure or not, but well, let's jump into our topic today. Yay! So today we're going to talk about well, in honor. This is the wording that we were talking about. <laughs> in honor of our anniversary, so mine was August 25th. Our um, mine and Lael's wedding anniversary. Which, I don't know. Sorry, this is side note. He's going by William now, which is his middle name. And so I'm, like, so confused what? all the time. Like, when I say Lael, like, no one knows what he's talking about anymore. <laughs> that's oh a lot gosh. of names. Dude, so anyway, that's side note. But my husband and mine, anniversary was August 25th. And... So in honor of our anniversary, and when is your anniversary, Rachel? It's September 17th. So it's this coming, coming Tuesday. It's coming up. But this will air af- way after yes. that. So so just in honor of our anniversaries, we wanted to talk about how we met our spouses and fell in love. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, 
And I'm going first, right? Yeah, Alexa's going to go first because she is old. No, I'm just kidding because she's been married the longest. I'm getting old. There was a song on Facebook that it was the 30, I turned 30 and my, my, I'm broken or something like that. And she sang it to like a Backstreet Boys song. Oh, I it saw hilarious. it. And I'm like, yeah, that's, yep. that's kind of how it happens. So. But you're I'm only 30, 30, right? Next year. I'm actually not even 29 yet. So oh, that that's right. Old, you're younger but I than... I feel like... Oh my gosh, Alexa. I'm still in my 20s. You're younger than my still husband. Still in my 20s. But I, I do feel like this last year... I can't believe year, I even called you old. I feel old. like this last year, I did start <laughs> falling apart. So I just resonated with it. <laughs> so... I can't believe I just thought you were 30. That's so crazy. Old. I have wrinkles. I don't know why. No, I think it's because... You were just saying 30, and I was like, wait, I thought she was like 29, but okay, <laughs> 28. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so anyway, I'll go. I'll go first. So I met my husband online, okay? How do I want to start this? Yeah, That's so awesome. I had just – so during – in college, I kind of went to college to meet boys. I mean, there was – and to have fun it wasn't really like oh I'm gonna go I had a career in mind but boys was definitely like a big part of that and when I got to college I got into a long-term relationship with a guy broke up with him got into another long-term relationship with another guy and after these two long-term relationships I was like I'm done this is lame and one of my best friends encouraged me to just go online and just just see if I could find someone maybe out of state because I was really sick and tired of the California boys I was meeting and specifically the boys mm-hmm. that were like in my Christian university. Not that they weren't great, awesome guys, but they just weren't what I was looking for because how I am and I really believe that we marry and I've said this before, we marry our our parents. <laughs> um, so. Did you say our dads? I would marry someone similar to my dad. My dad's a very, very strong Cuban male. And so when I was dating, I never really found someone that was strong-headed like my dad and very outspoken. And, you know, you know, it was just the vibe. All the men that I was or all the boys, all the boys (laughs) that I was meeting were just very soft-spoken very about feelings and all that and there's nothing wrong with that ladies it just wasn't what resonated with me so <laughs> why are you laughing why are you I'm laughing sorry. this is part of my story i'm just la- so i'm just laughing because you're like boys who like who like feelings like said, oh gosh okay, i just I thought wa- it was funny because I, I like so feelings but these boys would go to coffee with each other and have chats at sitting like girls having coffee dates and I was like I can't date a guy like that I'm sorry I need a guy that's gonna go out there chop some wood and be men right this is it it was just basic (laughs) basic things and everyone thought that I was super weird and it was just I was looking for something no if that's what you're into and so I I was looking for something different you're from (laughs) California dude (laughs) I am not surprised continue so I was just looking for something yeah. different. And so my friend was like, you should go online. Just see. So I had this free trial on ChristianMingle.com. 
And so there was a bunch of guys. Yeah, there was a bunch of guys that would talk to me. But then the minute I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to waste my time just chatting back and forth with you on here. And I'd be really blunt with them. I'm like, my purpose is to meet and see if this would even work. So here's my phone number. Let me know if you want to meet up. And that's about it. And nobody would reach out to me. So which was really weird. It was just kind of like they wanted to just have online relationships, which no, I'm not. I'm not there for that. Weird. So a day before my trial, my free trial was ending. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to re-up this. I'm not going to pay for this. If guys aren't, don't even actually want to meet in real life, then no, that's not happening for me. But a day before my trial ended, I got this message from Lael and I checked out his profile and all that. I was like, oh, he's from Montana. Oh, okay. Cause this is exactly what I was looking for. And I was praying for him too. Yeah. Like I was praying for really specific things. I was like, God, I think this is what I need. And so I was praying for really specific things. So when Lael popped up, I was like, okay, well, things are just going to have to work out exactly how, you know, sign wise, like if he's the one, it's going to, it's going to happen really quick. So he gave me his yeah. number right away. He's like, well, let's meet. He didn't even want to talk online. He was like, we should meet. We, we should just meet up and see. <laughs> that is scary, so Alexa. I was like, okay, well, let's have a conversation. So then we talked on the phone for a couple hours, which was good. And then my parents didn't want oh, me to good. meet yeah. someone from online. And I was like, well, he's open to meeting you guys, too. Like, it's not like I have to go meet him in a weird dark alley, in a dark right? Alley. Like he was yeah. trying to be super transparent. Yeah. Like I'm on here to find a good Christian wife. That's why he was on there. And so he was willing to do whatever. So I didn't feel like he was creepy, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we did I love end that. up meeting yeah. at like a public area that I chose. And yeah, I think just the minute we looked at each other, we were like, okay, like this is awesome. Cause he was attractive. He thought I was attractive. You know, it was, there was just some chemistry there. And the first date that we had, we hung out for like four or five hours just talking about everything. And by the end of that date, I said, look, dude, (laughs) and I don't know if we should keep this on the podcast, but I told him, I was like, look, dude, I'm not playing around. I don't just date to date. Usually when I'm dating, like I get into relationships like serious relationships I'm not going to play around like this isn't like a physical hookup whatever and I'm a virgin so I'm going to stay virgin until I'm married so if that's a problem for you then we're not going to do this thing (laughs) and him yeah no I love kind of looked at me his eyes got all wide and he was like okay and then I find later on like as we talk more and get to know each other more. It, that's what he had been praying for. He had been praying for a good Christian girl that wanted to save herself for marriage, that wanted, you know, more of a serious relationship. So ha- when I had said that, it didn't, like, knock him on his feet like, oh, this is weird, you know? It was more of like, okay, this is what I had prayed for. So he was like, okay, yeah. well, that sounds good. Let's, you know keep dating and then see if this is going to work and then three weeks later he was like okay you're gonna fly home and meet my parents (laughs) and if this goes (laughs) well we'll get married and so yeah that's our story I met his parents it went well and (laughs) we got married three months later so that's it I love it yeah it's pretty short I mean I I I think it's just we had we 
No, that's yeah, not short. We had just both been praying for specific things and me coming out of a relationship, him coming out of a relationship, and we just knew exactly what we needed. And I think just God put our paths together and there were certain signs, like things that I would say or things he would say, and we were like, yep, this is it. You know, so so it was super yeah, awesome. No, I love that. I love that. And I needed that. And I don't think I've even... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I don't think I've even heard like all the details yeah. of that. So I really love that. That's special. I love it. I love yeah. love. Sorry. I'm such a well, sap. Well, I needed someone too because I have been in the... I bring up my last two relationships because I did love those boys. Um, but I really like halfway into our relationships the reason they were so long is because I thought okay we're gonna get married and um and I even got a ring from one of them and um and it was just this big thing but then they would just be like well what's the rush what's the rush what's the rush and it's like yeah for sure what's the rush but I'm like like the rush yeah like I'm like this isn't fulfilling yeah exactly I mean this isn't fulfilling for me to like I'm just waiting on you. You like we're Date. just dating. Why are we dating like this? Yeah. And it's such a struggle too to stay pure. Like, why? It, when mm-hmm. we were unnecessarily doing that, you know, when we had the money to to you know get married and all that. So when I met Lael, I was like, God, you know, I can't play another game. You know, if he's the one, then he's gonna want to yeah. get married right away, and that's it. You know, we're gonna just. my husband my future husband's gonna make it it easy for me to like love him and stay pure like he's gonna do it for me so it was just a sign when he was like yeah three weeks in he's like yeah I love you we're gonna get married as long as my parents like you (laughs) no I love that and I think that's so cool that even though like he was older he that was important enough to him to have him like meet your parents first because not a lot of people think about that kind of stuff but I think that really shows like his character and what's important to him and is good for like you and you know what I mean so I love that I think that's really cool I love our story so I want to hear awesome okay so I'll start mine kind of how you started yours then I had lived I moved to Okinawa Japan with my parents after high school to pursue a career in nursing. So I was going to school there and I was with them. I had planned to stay with them for only six months, but I ended up staying for a full year. And I was out there and like, yeah, I dated a little in high school and I started to date a little out there just like casually, but I was really over it. And that's just because I was dating boys like you said I was dating boys and I was young okay I was 18 years old I don't know what in the world is my deal but I had had a lot of experiences very young and so at the ripe old age of 18 I was over the dating game I was over it like I would go out on dates with guys and I just had no intention to really ever see them again I was there literally for a free meal I would order dessert for my meal and just like eat dessert like a crazy person for my entree and they'd be like oh like do you want dinner and I'm like no I want dessert like <laughs> I'm getting a brownie sundae <laughs> and I just like didn't care I was over dating and so I just kind of knew like I wasn't gonna date anymore until like seriously date until someone wanted to date me with the intention of marriage. And so I actually, I met Luke because 
he had went through some sort of training at one point in the Marine Corps with my dad. I I don't remember if it was OCS or whatever. Um, But my parents ran into Luke at the church we were going to out there in Okinawa. And I didn't happen to be there that Sunday. And they invited him to my little sister's Mm. birthday party the next week. So I happened to be like out with one of my girlfriends the night before, like at her house. And the day of my little sister's birthday party, she brought me over (laughs) to my house to grab stuff so I could go back to her house to get ready for the party. And so I am like in pajamas with like yesterday's makeup, crazy hair, and I'm running out of my house with my like arms full of like clothes and makeup (laughs) and who knows what, you know? And uh, my dad and this guy are walking down the walk. Oh, I forgot to mention that when my dad and stepmom Nancy invited him over, Nancy was like, Rachel, like I invited a guy over for you. And I was like, stop trying to set me up because she was constantly asking people if they wanted to go on a date with me. We'd be like at the gym and she'd be like, hey, do you want to take my daughter to the movies? And I'd be like, excuse me, I don't need you to do that. Um, So when she said she invited someone over for me, I was like, yeah, okay, stop. And she's like, no, 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 I swear, I swear. And so... They're walking down the walk towards me, my dad and Luke, and I like see Luke and I, so I get embarrassed because I know I'm not looking (laughs) cute, you know, and (laughs) my dad's like, hey, like this is Luke. And I'm just like, hi, I'm Rachel. Bye. And I like run to the car where my friend was and my stepmom, Nancy, comes running out to the car and she's like, what'd you think? And I was like, oh my gosh, that man is my husband. (laughs) And I was just joking, okay? I was just joking. But my whole life, I always said, like, I want to be with a blonde hair, blue eyed Mm. man. Like, that is what I like. But I really hadn't ever even dated a blonde hair, blue eyed man. I just always thought Mm. I would. someday and so just like seeing Luke I was like oh man like I'm in trouble (laughs) so (laughs) I go get ready with my friend or whatever and I come back and the first thing like Luke and I talk about is the fact that we're both wearing like black converse and he initially is like he's not shy by any means he's just like an observer so if you he'll talk to you if you talk to him but he's not gonna like necessarily go out of his way to continually conversate with you, but he'll like hang out with the group and like, you know, interact and stuff. But so I was like going out of my way to interact with him (laughs) because I wanted to. And uh, then also at parties, I tend to sometimes like be the center of the conversation because I like telling funny stories and all that stuff. So I might've been showing off for him a little Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then I would go over and talk to him one-on-one. I made sure that he felt included too with everything and he actually ended up he stayed the night at my parents house because he lived an hour away where my dad worked so they just would go together to work Mm -hmm. in the morning and he stayed in my sister's room obviously she didn't stand there just they gave him her room and we we had stayed up all night watching movies but talking through the movies and then when we go up to go to bed he 
was getting ready for bed and I get ready for bed and then I write my number on a paper and I walk to his room and walk on in because the door is open and I just see him there standing there literally reading his Bible (laughs) and I just saunter on up to him and I just give him my phone number on a piece of paper and I'm like you should um give me a call or whatever (laughs) I don't remember but (laughs) but he did he started calling me and we started talking for like three hours every night and then he started coming down and staying with my family every weekend and uh, then we just like had a talk. We had this, I had this ledge on my bedroom outside the window and I called it my porch because you could like literally lay out there. And we would sit out there like for hours just like talking. And one day we just talked about like, hey, is this a thing? Is this friendship turning into mm-hmm. something more? Because I always liked him, but I didn't know if he liked me, especially because he was older. So I thought maybe he just thought of me as like a little girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And so, yeah, like we had that discussion and then he asked like my dad if it was okay for him to date me because he wanted to date with the intent of marriage. And yeah, so he asked my dad. My dad said, you can date her, but then you're not my friend anymore. Because <laughs> yeah. my dad is a yeah. funny guy. I honestly think I'm a lot like my dad, but you said the thing about the dad and I thought that was so funny because my dad is right, nothing right. like Luke whatsoever. Like nothing. Mm. Oh my goodness. But my Luke is like neither of my parents, Crazy. which is really interesting because usually you'd end up with someone like yeah. one of your parents. But yeah, so we dated because then he went back to mainland or America. I'm sorry. He went back to America. <laughs> I stayed in Japan. So we dated long distance for about four months. And then when I came back to America, we saw each other one more time in person. And then we he invited me to go on his family's vacation at six months of dating and I met his parents and once I met his parents he proposed on family vacation because he wanted me to meet his parents first too I mean he didn't really give them much of an option at that point because he was proposing so they were they were sort of stuck but yeah he proposed at six months and I just at that point I was still 18 I believe I mean maybe I was 19 I can't remember exactly but I just remember thinking like this is really cool. Like I definitely want to date with the intent of marriage, but I'm also really young. And so I told him I'd love to have a long, a long engagement of at least a year, which would be long distance because he lived in North Carolina and I stayed in Pennsylvania with my mom. But we just really got to know each other during that time, like so well and be able to be sure that we like agreed on all those things that have to do with marriage because I am very afraid of commitment. Basically every like marriage in my family line is has ended in divorce at least once if not multiple times and so marriage is a really big deal to me and I just never wanted to get divorced I wanted it to not be an option so going into it even and like agreeing to marry someone was huge for me and I really wanted to be sure (laughs) so I took it I took it really really seriously probably to an extreme but I'm thankful because that way when something comes up now We'd already discussed Mm -hmm. it before we were married. So we like knew going in how we would handle certain things for us to be able to like compromise on things ahead of time was beneficial because I'm a little hard headed. But yeah, I mean, it was really, it was really beautiful because he, I, I had met him right after a time that I reaffirmed my faith and I wasn't sure at that point if I was going to marry like a Christian person or not. I always knew I, I should, and I always knew I wanted to but I didn't know if that's how it would end up. 
And I am so lucky that it did end up that way because he's just guided our family so well in that manner. And, uh, yeah, I don't think we could be where we are now if it wasn't for him, like being a really good spiritual leader of our household. Oh, I didn't ever say our wedding was September 17th or I did say that I think. And we will be married for three years on this coming Tuesday. So So not too long. But it feels really long because I never had Luke is my long-term mm. relationship. My longest-term relationship other than him was mm. six months. So that's why like the long engagement was so important to me. Because if I could like someone for a year and a half, right. that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't usually like people for that long. I get bored really fast. So. Well, and I love that, too. I love that yeah. about your story, is that- too, that you guys are friends. I know for my love story, obviously I love it because it's my love story. And it was, it was kind of like the movies where it's like you meet and like you fall in love. But in reality, with real life, yeah, I love though, that. it's so important to have a friendship beforehand. And I love that, that it's like you even did long distance because I think that's so romantic, too. It's like you built this really, really strong friendship, like romantic friendship. And you guys were best friends. You know, I think sometimes Lyle and I have to work on being friends sometimes because (laughs) we didn't have that foundation beforehand it's like well we're in love you know like it's just a thing and so sometimes we have to go back like step back let's hang out you know (laughs) so (laughs) so I think that's awesome but love is important because you continually choose to love your partner you know Agreed. Agreed. But I, I don't, I mean, I definitely think friendship makes a world of a difference. I know like my, my parents recently have gotten divorced, mm-hmm. my dad, and my stepmom, and uh, my dad, now that they're, you know, dating again, in a right. sense, my dad tells me all the time, like, I, he says he really looks up to like Luke and I's relationship because he's been married twice at this point. So he should know what yeah. to do next time. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That was so mean. But he... He just says, like, he looks up to our our relationship and realizes now that, like, he wants to pursue a friendship because that's what matters for a long-term marriage. Because, like I said, he'd been married twice, but he got married very fast both times. And then after being married to someone for 14 years, like, if if you don't want to be their friend, you don't want to, you can't love them. You know what I mean? So I definitely think that can be important. But luckily, like, it's not like you and I don't like each other. You can continue to pursue a friendship. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's, like, love and respect there and things to grow a friendship yeah. on, which is really, really well, cool. Well, I mean, what makes the difference is that we're both Christians and we're both seeking God. So that makes a huge, huge yes, difference, yep. uh, difference in a relationship. Because either way you do it, whether you're friends for a long, long time or get married really quickly if you guys aren't, you know, seeking God and it's not all about me, 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 me in the relationship, you know, you'll go some, you'll go places. <laughs> I don't know if I said that correctly. No, yeah, that's it. That's such a good point. That's such a good point to bring up, actually, because I see, like, honestly, most military relationships, people get married after knowing each other yep. for four minutes. <laughs> and... There's some marriages that look beautiful after a lifetime of that. And there's some marriages that don't make it. And I think, like you said, the difference is actively seeking God. It's one thing to be a Christian. It's one thing to actively try and follow, a, like pursue a relationship with God. And I notice for me in my relationship with Luke, 
especially like if I am doing what I need to be doing in my walk mm-hmm. with God, um, the difference in how our marriage is going, like our like friendship and just relationship, because I'm easier to get along with. I'm more joyful. I'm more giving. I'm right. kinder. You know, I'm more patient, um, especially because I actively ask to be the wife like I should be for him and the wife that he deserves. Right. And so... I see a difference in who I am as a partner when I'm doing that because I I know he has his ups and downs with his relationship too, or at least I'm sure he does, but I am much more uh, wishy-washy with that. So the fact that like, I actually said to him the other day, I thanked him for like his consistency in praying for me and being supportive and never pushing me into my relationship with God, even mm. in the hard parts. Because he can tell yeah. that's what I need, but he doesn't say, you need Jesus. <laughs> because that would not help me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead, he just prays and is supportive and understanding. And that way, he can continue to be the like the example mm-hmm. for me and like good spiritual leader for our family. So when I am back to where I am right now, um, and continually improving, hopefully, <laughs> with God's help. Um, but I just thanked him for his consistency in that. Because I've noticed such a difference in me from yeah. all of that. So I love that you brought that up. I love that. Yeah. Beautiful. We'd love to hear your stories. You know, if you want to share them with us, you know, you could always, I know we always write a post and you could comment or you can message us and we can even share some love stories. But I'd love to read some. I'd love to, I'd love to read some love stories. Yeah, Definitely. So I, I think we I think we all love, love to love. share our story because it's just so exciting to us, you know. And then I think retelling the story kind of lights the fire again, too. It's just like, oh, yeah, I have that spark. Remember when we were yeah. in love and we liked it's been, each other? So it's been seven we, years for us. So our seven-year seven anniversary was in August. So I think around year four, we had, I think that's what, what five, six, seven. Yeah, so I think around year four when we had Tyler, our fire just went so down just because we were so tired. We had three kids, uh, all young, and we we're just burnt out. So we're finally getting into a place now where we're get, becoming friends again. And and so just that. retelling the story is just exciting. It's always exciting when someone wants to listen. So. <laughs> It's so exciting. No, I love it. I love it. And I think it's beautiful to share like where you started, where you came from. And then it also makes you realize how far you've made it and how far you've gotten and all that you've invested and like put into your marriage. And I just think that's beautiful. I really do. And I don't know about you, but at least for me, especially because I met Luke when he was Mm -hmm. 25 and now he's Mm -hmm. 30. And uh, I swear that man looks better now than the day I met him. And I think that men just age so much better than women. I mean, not, that's not always true, but sometimes he'll say things about him being old. And I was like, honey, you're crazy because I would take you now like this any day over little baby Luke. I, you know what I, I mean? I agree. So. When we got married, Lael had the six pack and like the big arms and all that. I mean, he still has big arms, but it wasn't like he was working out like all day long. Okay. And he had this baby face. And now it's like, no, he's an aged, like, man. It's not like he has a full-on dad bod, but 
yeah, I just like looking at no, him. No, but like being a man. More. And yeah, yeah, it's so crazy when people people have talked to him about, "Oh, wow, you've been, you've aged the last couple years." Yeah, we have three kids. It's really crazy. We have Angela, like who wouldn't age? And I'm like, but why are you telling that to my husband? Like, it's a bad thing. This is awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I just always say it's like a fine wine. You know what I mean? And that, like, I know I'm still young. Okay. So maybe I look like a baby. I don't know. People always think I look older than I am, but I look at Luke and I'm like, that is yes. a man, like a man. And I yeah. am all and about And when Lyle started that. getting the white hairs, like he was oh. super self-conscious about it. And I, and I was like, dude, that's sexy. <laughs> like, you know, so. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's so funny. Yay. Well, I'm glad we <laughs> love our husbands and we think they're hot. And uh, <laughs> uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, getting to hear a little bit about, like, our husbands and, like, our backstories to our relationships. Um, we just thought this would be a really fun way to celebrate and honor our marriages yeah. Like I said, hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks so much for listening and supporting always. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can contact us at momsoutloudpodcast at gmail.com with questions, topic ideas, and collaboration. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Out Loud. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.